The story of Preston Surprise. Once upon a time, there was a young man who could not wait to fulfill his dream. Yes, the dream to finally go over to the snag boat Preston and get a tour. So he showed up right at the end of the day, ran up to the ticket counter, he said, hey, I cannot wait to go onto the boat. And they looked at him and they said, well, you know we're closing in 68 seconds. He's like, oh, are you kidding me? Oh, we're just here on vacation, I'm gonna have to go home. I've read all about this boat. I can't wait to go on this boat. And you're telling me I have to, I have to leave because you're gonna close in 63 seconds? And they're like, well, we are gonna close, but tell you what, if you don't mind not having a tour guide, I'll let you go on there because I'm going to be here for a little bit. So as long as you're off in 20 minutes, you think you can get up there and, and walk through it then? Yeah, I think that's awesome. So the ticket counter lady gave the, the boy a ticket and he ran up to the stairs, ran up on the present and he was looking around. Oh man, this place was awesome. He saw all these cool ladders and these different uh, doors he could walk through. And so he did. He ran up and down. There was no tour guide to watch him. So he saw this one place that said, nobody go in. And he's like, yeah. Maybe I'll just check it out real quick. So he went over and he opened this door up and he walked down these stairs, down to like, I don't know, like a boiler room or something like that. And he gets down into the boiler room. He's looking around, there's all these amazing gimmicks and pipes and tubes and toggles and stuff. And he's, he's like, whoa, he's touching things. And it was just so incredible. And uh, so you go around and it's really interesting. It's actually gigantically huge in there. There's, there's all this stuff. But if you start moving your way through, it forms like a cocoon. There's like this gigantic cocoon because when you go into the middle, it's hollow, completely wide open. You can walk around in there. You can even like dance and stuff like that. So he's like doing all this dancing. He's like, and then he stops because what? He's looking around and there's a pipe right in the middle, like a big pipe, almost like three feet wide by three feet wide because it's a circular pipe. And he's looking at this pipe and he's like, wow, there was this really cool covering on top. And he's like, oh man, I bet that thing would echo really cool. <laughs> so he looked around. He actually walked back over and peeked his head outside of the cocoon to see if anybody was watching him. Nobody was there. Actually, he could look through a window and he could see that the person was still at the ticket counter. Okay. So he walked back over to the pipe and this really cool cover on top. And he's like, I'm just gonna open it up and see what happens. So he opens up this pipe and just unscrew the screw. Got one off. Oh man, there's another one. He walked over, he's like, okay, this is awesome. So he unscrewed, unscrewed both of them. He's like, all right. And then with all his might, he pulled out and he was looking right down in the middle of this gigantic pipe and it looked like it went really, really deep. He's like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Hello down there. Hello? What? Is what? somebody up there? Oh my goodness. Uh, excuse me, hello? Yeah, is somebody up there? Oh my goodness, the young boy could not believe that a voice had actually responded to him. Uh, yeah, it's me, Rupert. Yeah, well, it's me, Henry. Oh, Henry, what are you doing down there? Well, I've been down here a while. I'm the, uh, I'm the ship's mate, and I've been waiting for somebody to lower the ladder. 
Oh my goodness, stop the boy. There's somebody down there. Wh what do you mean you've been down there for a while? You mean like a couple minutes or hours? Or... Well, I, I found a pocket watch down here. I've been keeping wound and so far, I think it's been about 38 years. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's not good, said Rupert. Uh, well, it's not good at all. <laughs> okay, uh, well, just say, I'll go find something, all right? So with that, the, uh, Rupert ran around. He ran around the control room. Sure enough, he found a ladder. It was kind of a thin one. He's like, I bet this is supposed to go in there. And he realized it was broken in half. He ran back to the hole. Oh, uh, hey, uh, Henry. Yeah? I found the ladder and... Well, that's good news. It's good news. Uh, there's some bad news. Oh, oh well, my life's been full of bad news. Uh, <laughs> okay. I can take one more. Uh, the uh, ladder's broken. Oh, oh, you mean like like just one side's missing or a couple rungs or what What kind of broken here? Well, I found it in, uh, in three pieces and the tallest piece is you know, it's like uh, 14 feet. How deep is it down there, by the way? Well, the problem is I, I didn't really measure as I was falling. <laughs> you see, I I was tidying up, and and I and I saw something kind of gleaming, mm. and so I, I took the hatch cover off, and I was reaching down to reach that shiny thing when I took a tumble, and I, I slid for a while, then I hit a bump, it turned. It kind of slid me over a ledge. I fell about, a, I don't know, another 20, 30 feet. Then I went kind of a, down a chute, like a slide. And it kind of wanged me out horizontal. I slid till I hit something solid. I climbed up three feet in a ladder and fell down another hole. So I'm not sure, but it's a way, it's a way. It's a way. Whoa, okay, that sounds complex. Tell you what. Uh, I think I got an idea. And so Rupert went over and he grabbed the, the ladder and he grabbed the other piece of the ladder and the third piece of the ladder and he laid them down on the ground and he pulled out his Boy Scout pack from his back hip pocket. He looked at it and his, it only had one thing in it. It had duct tape. So he uh, grabbed the duct tape. <laughs> taped that ladder all up in the three solid looking-ish pieces. And he's like, Oh, uh, Henry, I'm gonna go ahead and lower the ladder. I realized in being in three pieces that it would maybe bend and twist through the different parts a lot better. Watch so, your hope show, that'll be handy. Okay, well here we go. I'm gonna go ahead and stick it over the side here. Okay, now, now bear in mind it's dark down here. I can't see, see nothing, but I'll, I think I'll hear it when it hits bottom. Okay, all right, sounds good. So, Rupert took the ladder and he put it over the edge, but Rupert was not the, uh, most solid young man. He uh, he kind of uh, slipped out of his hand. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> oh, dude, did that just hit you in the face? Well, no, it whacked me in the kneecap. Oh. But that's okay. That's okay. I'm just happy to see it. Okay. Well, uh, when you climb up that ladder there, how far up do you get in your pipe uh, maze there down there? Well, I I can get to the first ledge. Uh, just find the problem is. I was kind of hoping to take some of these things with me. See, in the 38 years I've been down here, a lot of people have dropped a lot of stuff through that grate. And I've gotten kind of attached to these things. They're really the only thing I've, I've had to keep me company. Rupert was getting ready to say something when he heard somebody yelling from outside. Hey, yo, you got about five more minutes. He looked around, he's like, oh man. So he ran out of the cocoon. He po poked his head out the window and he said, oh, uh, okay, ticket officer person. Can I have seven? They're like, uh, sure, seven's fine, but you need to get out. I'm ready to go home and eat some vittles. 
All right, see ya. Closed the window, ran back in, he's like, oh, Henry. Yeah? We only got a short period of time, so uh, let me see if I can figure out what to do here. Rupert started to mess around on, on the rim of the, of the pipe, and suddenly, well, he slipped. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're the first company I've had in 38 years. Well, 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 sit on down here. Look at, I got all kinds of gizmos and gadgets to keep ourselves busy. Are you just gonna stay here with me now? So 38 years you've been here? Well, yeah, waiting for yeah. rescue, but now it looks like I got company. I don't really feel like I need to leave. <laughs> I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble, uh, Henry, if I'm here for three, see, I'm supposed to be on a flight to head back to the Cayman Islands where I live. Well, and, yeah, uh, I was so supposed to be doing a lot of things. We gotta get out of here. And so they looked around, it's like, tell you what, let me see if I got anything else in my Boy Scout pack. So please do. Out, and sure enough, there was a torch. What? Yeah, he pulled out his torch. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, Whoa. Whoa. hey you just singed the hair right off there. my face. Look at all that beard. Your beard goes and goes and goes and goes and... Yeah, and you burn a little bit of it off with your high-fired torch here. As they looked at Henry's beard, suddenly an idea started brewing in both of their minds, and they looked each other deep in the eye, and they said, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking let's braid this thing. Oh, so they got to work braiding and braiding and they couldn't quite figure it out. Apparently boys don't braid as well as some other people braid. Well, no, but as a as a, as a merchant marine, I learned to make tw rope out of twine. Huh. Yeah, okay. so it may not look like a braid, but I can make a good chunk of rope, let me tell you that. So they braided that piece of uh, hair up and it went and went and apparently it started also go out this other pipe that no one had even noticed. I hadn't noticed it down there before. Henry, uh, where does this go? Well, I'm not sure. Again, it's been a little dark down here. I wonder if my torch will help us walk down it. Give Come it on. a try. Let's go. Here we go. So I started to move down the uh, one pipe, but then all of a sudden they hit a large grate and it was only wide enough. Oh, great. <laughs> to get through for one of them. They were going to have to make a choice. So in that moment, they realized what they had to do. Well, I hate to say it, but I think I'd have sent you on, feller. I tell you why. I've lived a good long life. I've been down here so long now, and well, the wife is probably gone. Kids are probably all grown up and moved off to Montana or something. So I'm just going to go ahead and send you on ahead. I, I don't think my beard hair is going to reach all the way, though. Let me go ahead and and twine up my nose hair and my ear hair along with. I think that's gonna buy about another three or four feet. That should get you where you need to go, little feller. Well, Henry and Rupert were looking at each other in the eye and a little tear started to roll down. Somehow in the midst of 12 seconds, they began to bond and they were holding on to the grate. Henry was looking at Rupert, Rupert was looking at Henry, when suddenly, Rupert fell backwards because he's a bit clumsy. Ah! When he did, he pulled the grate right off. Wow! Oh, look at you! Free. And they looked through. Oh, it dropped down again. What? How does this keep going down? How deep does this boat go anyway? Because they realized they must be in the ground by now. We might be outside the boat. But they realized, you know what? I think I can see the ground down there. Wait a minute. So they... I heard tell of an old series of, of mining caves that ran underneath this boat. Yes, a copper mine, if I remember correctly. Yes! He's like, well, tell you what, let's grab a little piece of your hair, so we reached up in his nose hair. Ouch! Ow-yow! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Well, I'm gonna that, miss man. that. Yeah. Ooh, hey. I breathe a little better, though, now. Here we go. I'm gonna light it on fire. We're gonna drop it down. We're gonna see how deep this All right. thing is. So, do it. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> they lit that nose hair on fire and threw it down the bed, and then watch it. Whoosh, that smells bad. <laughs> and it landed. Henry, you see what that just landed in there? I sure do. Another ore cart, and that feels like it looks like it's full of copper down here. Yeehaw! Oh, we 
here, we're gonna be rich. All right, so what we gotta do is let's take your uh, beard here. You let's, got it. Let's tie that over here to this right. grip Ow. here. Ooh. We're sticking it in there. Yeah. Like that. Okay, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna hand it over hand down this. You think your nose hair and beard hair is strong enough to handle? Oh, you can shimmy down to that thing all day long. All right, well, here we go. And there's a little bit more coming out. Would you mind just kind of putting that in there, too? Absolutely. I, yeah, ouch. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Here we go. I'm going in. All right. So, uh, ready? Go, so, ah, Woo! And with that, Rupert went hand over hand down the uh, pipe, and he landed right in the middle of the copper car. Bing! Hey, Henry! Yeah! It worked! Yeah! I see a track going out towards somewhere, and there's a little lever here. I think all we gotta do is pull it. But first, did you have anything you wanted to bring from your stash? Well, I got a lot of stuff, a lot of things that fell through them grates. I got pocket knives, I got eyeglasses, I got a lot of pens. Oh, let me tell you, a lot of pens. I got 116 different wrenches, and of course, I've been living on the crumbs that dropped through, but you know what, buddy? Now that I've met you, I realize all I need is friends and freedom. Well, and a little bit of copper wouldn't hurt. Henry grabbed on to the nose hair beard hair. Well, see, over time, he had actually been gaining weight down there. Yeah? Not sure quite how he'd been gaining so much weight. Yeah, a lot of clumsy folks eating in the engine room, I'll tell you. And they'd been dropping hamburgers and different things mm -hmm. down that pipe. Okay. So uh, he, uh, he was, was starting to go down hand over hand. He was right near the top when suddenly what? the beard hair ripped in two. Yow! Oh, watch out! <laughs> he landed in the ore cart and making the lever knock it into the on position. Suddenly, yeah. the copper cart was rolling yeah. down the track. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Suddenly, Rupert started to fall out because it came to a big curve. curve <laughs> Hold on, Rupert! Rupert. Rupert was gone, and Henry was now cruising down. He's like, where'd my little buddy go? Where the heck? Ah! And that's when he heard it. Help me! He turned around and looked, and there was Rupert holding on to our nose here. <laughs> I wondered what was tugging on the old schnozola. Here, take my hand. So he's reaching out, trying to grab on Henry's Come hand. on, buddy, a little longer. We're almost there. Right as the ore cart went shooting out. The city of Anacortes had bent those tracks up so that no one would try to ever go down those tracks again. So when they hit the end with all that speed, that ore cart, copper cart, with all the stuff, and Henry and Rupert, they went flying out, up into the air. Wow, we did a newfangled rocket ship. <laughs> and they were coming down, they're like, uh-oh. They looked down, and there was a ticker counter person. They were walking out to get into their convertible car when suddenly landing in the car right next to them was... Kabang! Whoa! It's you! <laughs> it's you! It's my boy! He's all grown up! The ticket counter person looked at the person. He said, I never wanted to leave you, Papa. I knew you'd fallen somewhere in that boat, and I've been here selling tickets, waiting for your return someday. And the two embraced. It was one of the oh, most sunny. Ever it's really ever. you. I recognize that nose anywhere. The police department had been searching for this man for some time. Some had thought some kind of vile thing had taken place. In fact, nothing vile at all. Just a simple mistake. And good old survivalism, as he had survived for 38 long years. And Rupert, well, Henry let Rupert keep that beard nose rope. You go ahead and take that home. I think it's going to come in handy. <laughs> And he did. He used that for years and years as he told this story, just like I'm telling it to you now. Well, kids, I gotta tell you, there's a few lessons to be learned from this story. Don't worry about nose hair. It might come in handy. And all you need is friends and family and freedom. The end.
Thank you, Craig. <laughs>